What's up, everybody? Welcome to Two Nerdy Black Guys. I'm DJM. I do the anime podcast of some sort. It's in season, and, and this little thing right here. The other nerdy black guy, you know him, you love him. He's way better at all of this than I ever was. Juku, DKG Welp, King Kaz, Brandon Cooper. What's up, Kaz? I am good. It's been a while. I'm glad that we are back at it again. Well, I'm I'm happy that you've you're you're still deciding to do this with me. I I appreciate that, guys. Always and forever. Well, you you keep saying that. You keep saying that. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, just just leave me with my anime, Kaz. I deserve it. Just just go. God. Where else will I get my wrestling news from? Where where else will I learn about Matt Hardy from if not from you? Oh God, I. No, it's weird. Like, (laughs) as happy as I am to have that character back in my life again, there's this part of me that's like, the way you just said that right now is, where else am I going to get my wrestling from? It's like, oh, God, I'm that guy. Look, you get your Twitch news from me, I get my wrestling news from you, right? I I hate being the wrestling guy. I was the wrestling guy for so long. God. (laughs) But see, no, no, no. You're not the wrestling guy. You're the... Because... there are the wrestling guys, right? They'll they'll just tell you about about a thing, and then you're just like, man, I didn't actually care. Whereas you'll be like, look, I parsed, I I I went through the shit, okay? So no one else has to, and I brought out the goods, and 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 everyone loves you for it. Um, that's also questionable. Ugh, <laughs> I don't I don't want to be the wrestling guy. All right, don't be I the was, wrestling. Geez. I was the wrestling guy for so many years with Super No Vacancy. Oh my god. And then I was the indie wrestling guy with Fanny Pack. I mean, Petey was cool, but I was always like, well, guys, here's the story of what was going on here. This happened, and then this happened in Mexico, and then these guys were in Japan, and then this happened, and this happened, and all of this happened, and then all of those guys eventually got signed by WWE, and then I just kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't yeah, want to be the real thing I have. It happened. Though. We just talked about people getting burnt out on things that, that they initially love. But everyone comes back to the things that they love. Oh, everyone. God. Um, I'd, I'd rather be an anime weeb than a wrestling guy. Yeah. But oh, God, I, mean, I just realized always, I'm both. Ah! I'm always going to be a weeb. Like, I love me some anime. Uh, getting back into it. Speaking yes. of speaking of In- anime, introduce um, our topic while I I spend a minute hating myself. All right, you do that. I'm going to do this. So, um, speaking of, uh, we we um, we very recently, uh, probably our last one for a little bit, um, did uh, Takashi Miike's 100th film, um, The Blade of the Immortal, which is an adaptation of uh, manga and anime uh, of the same name, The Blade of the Immortal. Um, I remember the anime. I, n- I never um, I never read the manga, but I do remember the anime. And I remember enjoying the anime. And I also very much, a lot of the time, enjoy Takashi Miike. And then we kind of come to this thing. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, we did. It's, Th- this film, 
Blade of the Immortal, uh, as you said, was Takashi Miike's 100th film. Uh, you, yes. like I, have enjoyed the work of Takashi Miike quite a bit over the years, through the years. This film, Blade of the Immortal, how do I put this? I'm going to take a word from, I'm going to take the phrase from friend of the show, shout out to the record breakers. I'm going to take the words of Brett Hibbard at Hibbity Bibbard and, and say, quite frankly, Kaz, I don't hold with it. I, I, yeah. I can't hold with this movie. Blade of the Immortal. One of the things I think I, I draw issue with here is visually it's great, right? Visually it's, it's Takashi Miike. Visually it looks really good. It, it has this grittiness and this realness to it, even though it's based on a manga and an anime that, that you want. But I feel like, and, 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 Knowing the source material, there's a there's a really interesting story here, and I feel like they took all that out and then made just kind of like an action film that had no basis. What it felt like for me is that they took what was probably a really interesting story in the manga mm-hmm. and gave us the bare bones skeleton of this. Yeah. And I have uh, to say, e- even with the bare bones skeleton of the manga in this movie, this movie was over two hours long. And e- you know what it's <laughs> like when a movie is, well, it was 141 minutes, so it was 221. And Kaz, mm-hmm. you know what it's like when a movie fe- is two hours long or more? And then you leave the theater or you stop the movie and you're like, well, that flew by. And then there are movies that are two hours or more and you're just struggling to get through. Yeah. Cause you're like, we're ca- st- oh, we're still, we're, st- we're st- there's still a movie left. What the fuck? Kaz, <laughs> I don't know about you, but the whole second act of this movie really it's, it's felt we- like a drag. It's, it, it's it dragged. And I, 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 I base that all on poor narrative. Um, so, so you have, you have your, you have your samurai. Um, um, where is the characters? Um, Manji. Manji. So you have your, you have your, your character and, I'll, I'll I'll do the comparison for for him, and it it, it it this is the biggest draw, right? In the manga, he's kind of a bad guy initially, right? Because he 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 kills these hundred men, um, and it, then he's he's given the immortality, and he's told the only way that he'll be able to rest and 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 die is if he kills a thousand bad people right which to me that alone if if you do that alone it becomes a lot more interesting as to why he chooses to do anything in this movie that right? alone because is a great premise for a tv series or an anime that's a great mm-hmm. premise right there as a standalone um, movie that's a stretch yeah and and i i think 
just in 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 the genre of what we've been doing lately and taking in taking really long narratives like like we've been doing here in America with with comic book movies and and some animes um and, and here right you you take these things that have years and 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 really deep narrative and then trying to stretch them into a couple of hours like or 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 an hour or a mo- or two movies you know like it it's hard to get across all the things that make it interesting which is why I I give a lot of the comic book movies here a lot of credit because they are taking characters that we all know and recognize and they are creating their own universes with their own storylines. Will they take some from the original material? Absolutely. But the films can stand alone. Mm-hmm. You don't really get a lot of that from Japan. Usually a lot of times they try so hard to be so authentic to the source material, but when it's a movie, when it's a feature-length film, that's very hard to do. And I feel like Blade of the Immortal really suffered from that. I imagine yeah. the anime was probably really good. I, I have not seen it the is. anime, it's pretty good. But, but I imagine it was probably from really good based on it, the manga. And I could probably see this being a pretty entertaining action TV series. Like, I, I could see this working as a TV series, but just mm-hmm. as a film, yeah, it just, it struggles. It, it struggles, struggles a lot. And it's hard, right? Because, because we both were like, oh, Takashi Miike, like, uh, yeah. And it, it has that Takashi Miike visual style that, that is amazing for these, these kind of things, right? Cause he's done rather well with these types of projects in the past but here it just feels it feels so incomplete like and and i think it's because like you said these things don't lend themselves to a movie right there there's too much narrative there's there's too much story and there's just too many things and and i feel like sometimes what happens is you you end up telling these narratives like they're going to be episodic, but then somewhere along the line, you realize, oh, shit, I'm making a movie, <laughs> right? Like the whole thing with with Rin, um, who who is kind of your your protagonist, right? Because she's she's the crux of this whole thing where where the the um, Itario uh, school kills her family um, and then she she goes on a path of vengeance and you feel like she's supposed to learn, you know, she she's supposed to be learning swordsmanship from from Manji so that she can she so that she can then defeat the people who killed her family. But it it comes across so episodically rather than I feel like they should have just took moments kind of made her an okay swordsman, but then she still needs Manji in the end kind of thing. Where she just kind every of was... time, every time she had a sword, she was pretty much useless. Yeah, seemed like, and it just it, it just makes it not it, it 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 makes her just look helpless throughout the whole thing, and it's just and it, it's constantly this thing where like you're gonna get vengeance for your you know for your family. I'm I'm just here to protect you. Like you know we're we're gonna make sure you get vengeance. And it, in in the end, it's just like hey, do this for me. Hey hey, I still need you to kill that guy. <laughs> like like hey like this that and the other. And she tries at some point to be 
righteous and being like, oh, I put you in this position and I, I don't want, you know, you to have to do this anymore. This is my path. And it's just like, yeah, but you've learned nothing up until this point. What are you going to do? Like, what are you actually going to do? Um, and, and it's just, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of disappointing. Um, yeah. Disappointing. I would say, yeah. I, I believe whatever Takashi Miike works on next, it needs to be a little shorter uh, and, and a little more compact or maybe yeah. he'll work on a TV series. Who knows? <clears throat> he could do that. Yeah. I don't know. It should I just, be I a little bit more concise. So much shit. I've loved so much of his stuff, and like, especially audition. Audition is like one of my favorite movies. Like, and and it and Itchy the Killer is just one of those things that that Itchy the Killer lives on forever. Yeah. Um. So it's just hard to see this be like just well. Meh. When you've done a, when you've done a hundred films. Not all of them, are <laughs> right? Be not everything is going to be great. There, there's there has to be some mat in there, right? Like there has to be some things that are just kind of, eh. <laughs> you know that that happens. So, so I would imagine yeah, his percentage high. is probably high out of a hundred. <laughs> um, but yeah, we I I wanted to talk about that because I, I I got super excited for this movie and I just a little sad, but I still enjoyed it as kind of an action movie. But but for the narrative wise it was just it's all I can think of is for, the narrative. For me, just it just so it just dragged. It really like by the time the third act had gotten into the high <laughs> highest gear and the action was really like finally going where Manji was facing off against that army, it was like, Oh god, just 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 get through it. Just get through it. And then yeah. the the final battle still went on and then was like just get through that it. That final battle is so lackluster. Like it really was. It, it, it like because they're both. You're just like you. You put these men through so much, and they're both essentially dead at this point, and they're just kind of mad fighting. Which is which in a, in a con- conceptually is cool, but after such a slog, you're just like, eh. <laughs> like. Eh. but yeah. i don't know it, it, i think that's I all say we go got. check it out let us know what you think uh we're not going to spend our whole time on that we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some other things um fuck i had something but now we we talked about that and i'm trying to recollect myself no, but and, before the show we we talked about twitch a lot because i talked about twitch on on apos which just came yeah. out everybody anime podcast of some sort we talked we'll about Twitch and some other things, uh, and we de- we talked about that in the pre-show. So you guys missed that, but you can check it out on APOS. I will say, Kaz, I-, I feel like we we were kind of reaching the point with the reviews we were doing that mm-hmm. maybe it's time to go back to old school shooting the shit with two nerdy black guys again. I'm feeling yeah. like it might be that time. I I feel that way. I I I felt that way too. And 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 I I've enjoyed the reviews, and I I, I want to maybe maybe sprinkle them in here and there. Um, I, I feel like it was a good experiment to just kind of do them straight out. But but it's something I want to sprinkle in 
but I, I, I do like the just straight out conversations and, and talks that we have. Um, I, I think that's which is really interesting. That's that's a good thing. It's been it's been missed from what I've been told. I've been hearing it's been missed. So you're you guys are gonna get DJM and Kaz classic style again. So, so, so oh 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 hey man. yes 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 yes. This was the thing I wanted to ask you about was the the uh, the game awards happened. Yes, it did. Had you you checked any of it out? I did uh, because of (laughs) a particular announcement that that made me pretty happy. Another thing we talked about on APOS, everybody, that's anime podcasts of some sort, available in iTunes. New episode today. (laughs) But, yeah, I'm... I'm going to talk about the Game Awards, but I'll let you talk about that, because that's your beat. Uh, But yeah, Um, I definitely have some things to say about it. I definitely do. So, so as a show, I thought it was interesting, right? But it's fucking terrible. (laughs) Um, Do you mean terrible as in just, like, award shows, or just terrible, terrible? Terrible as in an award show, right? It's, well, it's, you know, even though, like, I think even like in an interview, like on Monday after after the award show, Jeff Keighley was uh-huh. like, yeah, we had developers. Yeah, we had announcements. Yeah, we had trailers. But you know what, guys? It's an award show. We can only do so much. And, and God bless Jeff Keighley. I, I have so much. Was it? Because. Because literally, at some point, there was a speed round of awards. Like there was just Jeff Keeley standing there, and he's like, uh, "This one, this, this one, that, and this one, this." All right, next commercial. <laughs> like that's that's like, how award shows are, though. That's how they are. I guess I I feel like I wanted I really wanted more. I it felt like mini E three to me, and 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 I guess in a sense that's what you need. That's what pays the bills. But I feel so are like you saying I you really... want like less like game company speakers, like less of those kinds of trailers and announcements and more. What are you looking for in replacement? I want more presentations. I want more. I want like if you're going to announce something, that's fine. Right. Like, like, hey, let's use the game awards to announce something. I don't want a 10 minute orchestra to announce a fucking uh zelda dlc okay i don't i don't give a fuck (laughs) all right like leave the orchestra part out and then go hey guys um for all you guys that love zelda care about zelda we got something new coming out for you there's gonna be more zelda in the coming months you know like or or, i I really like right now what i what i really liked was um and again here's djm's fighting game bias everybody uh was Okubo-san and Harada-san from Bandai Namco, and Harada coming out in like a kimono and and sandals, looking like a, a Japanese samurai because Harada's crazy. Looking like no, looking like a goddamn yakuza boss is what he was looking like. Well, that is Harada, basically. That's who he is, and and Okubo-san, uh, who made like the little tease of like, "Hey guys, do your souls still burn?" And like yeah. you, you hear okay. that little roar from like the game award crowd, but the FGC no, that was, that had came like from me that 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 the came FGC out of had me and an explosion. FGC <laughs> exploded. 
So, so DJM, I, I have said many a times, I'm not, I'm not much of a fighting game guy, right? Cause that's, yeah, but you are, you're, you're kind of into the fighting games, but I will say I'm back. I'm coming back. Soul Calibur, Soul Calibur was my game, dude. I loved me some Soul Calibur and I am, I'm, I'm down. I am down for this. I am around for this. I will show up like for, for this, this will, this will be my thing dude well like, Cass, I, like, I, I'm, I want you to I'm let you know in. as more information has come out it is looking like soul caliber 6 uh is going to be a mortal combat ish reboot of the soul caliber series is what it's looking like and okabasan the the dev uh, he he and harada told the greatest story about what happened at namco like Harada was having a meeting at Bandai Namco and he was like, well, somebody's got to do Soul Calibur. Like, I guess it was like during like Tekken 7's like production or, or like their wrap up for Tekken 7 and Bandai mm-hmm. Namco and Harada was like, well, somebody's got to do tech. Somebody's got to do Soul Calibur. Otherwise it's just going to die. And Okubasan was just like he he was a dev on Tekken Seven. He worked on Tekken Seven, and then like Okubasan said, like I just raised my hand and said, I, I guess I'll do it. And Harada was like, <laughs> cool. And then <laughs> there we go. The rest is history. And he he that even said, inspire greatness to me inside me though. <laughs> like, <laughs> it just sounds like well somebody's got to take out the trash <laughs> like. <laughs> No, I think it was more like, look, somebody's somebody's got to help this kid. He he he's a good kid. He he came he comes from a rough neighborhood, but he's a good kid. Let's <laughs> uh, who who wants who wants to who wants to help him out? Like who wants yeah, to be a mentor? Uh, I'll I'll do it. Like cool. And next thing you know, this kid's about to graduate college, summa cum laude. Right there you go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm so I'm so down for Soul Calibur, dude. Yeah, oh I'm God, I'm loving understand. that. You don't I'm, I'm definitely ready. I'm so down I'm, for this. Um, that's great. It really is. So so a thing that um that uh, has gotten me frowned upon was my comments that uh, I I don't care about Nintendo. Uh, I don't care about Nintendo. Has, I don't care about Nintendo games. Kaz, it is so good care. to talk to you again. Oh my goodness, Kaz, 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 my man. Oh God, yes, thank you, Kaz, thank you. It's just like like everybody was like so like the, like oh man, you know Mario Odyssey and and, and Zelda are so great, and I'm like yeah, Mario I guess it's great Zelda. when they're the Mario only and thing. Zelda. Mario like, and like, Zelda. Oh, I'm my just God. like yeah. I guess it's great when those are the only things you could ever fucking look forward to as a Nintendo fan. Like you, you people are, I was like literally fucking Nintendo walks around with water in its hand and then every so often decides to let you drink some. I was like, if someone did that to me, I'd feel fucking fantastic about that water too. Like, Oh, Oh my God. It's Oh, the way you cup your hand. Oh God. You know, like, I'd fucking wax poetically about that water too, bro. Like, <laughs> like. But then you, Kaz, you people are, are Kaz, starved. Well, well, why do they get bayonetta? Why do they get bayonetta? I, I mean, I don't know. 
it's it just they paid well, for it, I guess. Honestly, yeah, that's what they did. N- Nintendo like, <laughs> fit the bill for Bayonetta two straight up. That's what happened. Like like with like with Sony and Street Fighter Street Fighter five. S- Sony put down the bill to Capcom. Was like, hey, we want Street Fighter done. That's it's kind of mm-hmm. what Nintendo did for Bayonetta. And of all games, Bayonetta doesn't really fit into the kind of Nintendo scope, does, does it? But what? but it's no. there, man. And they got it. It's there, bastards. Um, I'm trying to think what other big things. Were I'm not gonna lie, Cas. For for that split second for the announcement of Bayonetta three, I was oh. I was. For a split second, I was that Nintendo Switch, man. That Nintendo Switch. For that split second for Bayonetta three, I, I they almost had me. They almost had me. Oh, my my one of my one of my favorite moments was that was that one dev for uh, oh, Brothers and a way out oh losing. God, shit. this guy. I was gonna punch. Lost. The, I was gonna go through the TV and punch that guy in the face. I swear to you. This this Man. is another reason I have so much respect for Jeff Keeley. He has dealt with dudes like this for years and he has never punched one of them. So many of these okay. socially I, I, awkward I, brain dead game devs that can't okay. Here, remember to no, no, no. shower Here, here's for a my week. Thing. And, and here's my Jeff thing. Keighley that that dude was like, okay, hundred percent. All right. That dude 100% is not a game dev. He is an angry movie director, is what he is. He's an auteur. Right. He's an angry movie director who, who, who found video games and is now using that as his platform, is what I've realized. Um, the other thing is, is, me, we, we've, we've run some, some smaller productions. You know, we haven't, we haven't run anything as big as the Game Awards and, and, and what Jeff is doing there. But, man, I feel like if, if I, DJM, was a host and, and I was kind of struggling with somebody and I'm kind of giving you those signals of like, yo, let's go to something else, you would hit a button. You would hit a button. You'd be like, and hit the end. And to something right, else, <laughs> like, and something else, like, who is running that background in the production that Jeff is like, all right, and to the trailer, and this dude's like, no, and they're like, the man said no. <laughs> like, no, they, who, they were probably, they were that? probably, they were probably like, no, let, let let's go with this, let's see where this goes, let's see where this goes. <laughs> no, you idiots, this is on broadcast TV. This isn't Twitch. It was on TV. What are you doing? Like, oh man, it was, it was, it was the. Deli- I watched it on Twitch, but it was, it was delicious. It was, oh. may, may the gods bless Jeff Keeley. I, I want to give. Jeff you Keighley know what? For for that one, for that one, I'll 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 give it to Jeff. Any other time, I don't like Jeff, but with that one, yeah, hey, right. we've all been there. We- We've we've disagreed on Jeff Keighley before, haven't we? We have. Yeah, I don't like him as a host. I don't like him as a host of things. I like I him I as like a. a I l- I'll say I like him as a host. I think there are people that are better, but yeah. I think as a person and as a producer and a guy who has done so much of this television stuff for video games for so long, 
I have mm-hmm. the utmost respect for him. Yeah. Like, like I, I've changed some of my stance. I think he is a genuine person. Um, and I, I think he really does have a passion for these things, but I've, I've come, I've just come to realize him. I don't like him as a personality. And then what I mean is like, I don't, I just, the, the, what he is in front of a camera, I don't like. Hmm. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, I feel like everybody has their, their style of doing something in in front of a microphone or in front of a, in front of a camera. I just don't care for just style. Like, it just seems so dry and like boring. I, I guess like, that I feel is like weird. he doesn't add anything. I feel like he is literally a read the teleprompter guy. I guess that's kind of what I respect about him. Because in that regard, he doesn't try and make himself a part of the show. And I respect that. Uh, I, I respect that he he's the guy that says, all right, everybody, welcome to the show. Here's the video games. I I respect that about yeah, him. Yeah, I, I but I feel like even in that, right? Like like I don't I don't I don't like so so in that same context, right? I don't I don't care for like a Jimmy Fallon because I feel like they do too much, right? And I feel like they they try to be too funny and they laugh at their own jokes, you know, and and it, and it takes away, right? Their their on camera on mic personality takes away from the thing that they're doing. Um, but I feel like Jeff is so dry that it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it makes the thing that he's doing seem boring, right? Whereas like, I'm excited about it, but then, then he does it and I'm like, do I even care about this? <laughs> like, like, but it's just, it's just how I, I view those things. No, no, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I think it's just that he's like that 20 year pro veteran that's been doing all of this stuff for so long. Like, yeah. I remember back in the day. Do you remember the Electric Playground? Mm-hmm. Or, or um, what was the other one? Reviews on the Run? Uh, like, Victor yeah. Lucas. He, he was the host of that show. Victor Lucas. And, and, and even on those Vic- things where he's supposed to have more of a personality, I feel like... Victor Lucas did. was, like, my guy for a long time. He was a big, big influence on me. Because he was the host guy. And everyone knows how much I love being the host guy. So mm-hmm. that's that's what I like about guys like that, where with all of the crazy bullshit going around, there is one guy that can be like, I'm the host guy. I can handle this. And that's why when I saw that, that game dev at the Game Awards, like on one hand, it was just like, oh, God, please just cut him off. But at the same time, it was like, God bless you, Jeff Keighley, for holding this together. God bless him. Look, I had to, I had to cut that dude off hard. All right? I'm just give him a heart. Like, hey, man, if you keep talking, we're never going to be able to get to your game. Let's show off your game, man. Let's talk about that. Like, like, and I even, I even love the little moment where he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll come back. We'll talk after. And Jeff's like, no. Oh. <laughs> like, No. <laughs> Kaz, d- no, did you watch? No, did you honey, watch no. PlayStation? The keynote for PlayStation Experience. I did not. Oh, Kaz, it was so terrible. It was terrible. Yeah, I heard it was bad. I and and I watched it until I couldn't anymore. Until it was just like, <laughs> this was terrible. 
<laughs> fucking eyes burning searing. They 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 tried to make it a thing where they brought out like where the host of the keynote was sitting on the couch and then he was sitting with one of the big executives at Sony and then like they'd had it, it in theory it wasn't a terrible idea. They would bring they would show the trailer, they'd bring out the the developer of the game and then they'd have some game footage. Like in theory, mm-hmm. it was it's not a terrible idea. But for whatever reason, somebody at Sony thought it would be a good idea to have them sit down on a couch and have like a long line of couches and just bring out every game dev and show all of their trailers and then just try and sit down and have a little chit chat with all of them. And it was terrible. <laughs> it just it just didn't go anywhere. It didn't go anywhere. That's sad. Like, it, like I don't I know people have differing opinions on Aisha Tyler, but I feel like th- this would have made people miss Aisha Tyler. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> do not do you not like Aisha Tyler either, Cass? Um She totes a line for me. I, I've I've liked her and I haven't in, in some of her host duties. Um I've I've enjoyed her in some parts, in some parts I felt like she just trying too hard to fit in when you already fit in like like you is you meet a new group of friends and you're like oh man i want to be cool with these people like i I, they're interesting oh we have a lot of similar interests i'm gonna really make sure they understand we have a lot of similar interests and it's just like Mm. okay we know you're cool that's why we want to hang out with you i understand where you're coming from (laughs) i i understand that but i considered you know what maybe she's just kind of awkward Maybe she's just kind of awkward. Maybe that's just, that's just how she is. It could be like, but it, but it also feels like kind of a little bit I mean, of the put know. on awkward. I don't know how but many stand-up I, I comedians know. you've met, Kaz, but they're all fucking awkward. So yeah, it was kind of like. But yeah. people also know how to put on the put on the awkward sometimes, you know. I I see your point. I do see your point on that one. I'll just say I, I kind of gave her a pass. I gave her a pass. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I can see why people are, are hit or miss with her. It, it, it's interesting. I, I don't mind her as a host. I think she is a good host. But but there is sometimes a sense of the like, to try hard to be your friend. Like, And I'm just like, we're already friends. I, I invited you to my birthday and my grandma's birthday. It's You're cool. Just chill. <laughs> but But I bought you this giant thing that you absolutely said that you loved here it is it's it's life-sized it's awesome isn't it it's awesome thank you but yeah no it's 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 definitely it's definitely interesting i also thought it was interesting for the game awards that they they uh did like um east some esports stuff but that was also just kind of passed over like okay i'm i'm actually a little bit salty about that one I, I'm I'm a little salty on that one. Again, th- this is another part of the show where DJM has to represent for the fighting game community. Where <laughs> the hell was Sonic Fox? Where was Sonic Fox? 
One, he's on Echo Fox. Y'all know what Echo Fox is. I'm sure you do. Two, everyone knows the kid that wears the blue furry hat that wins every fighting game tournament that has Mortal Kombat or Injustice. Everyone knows that dude because that's him. He wears the furry hat. Everyone knows Sonic Fox. Why wasn't he nominated? Why wasn't he nominated? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's really odd that that certain like I don't know you you because you let me see. So they had a League of Legends player, yes, an Overwatch all, player. All I'm gonna say was that Mortal Kombat X was the highest selling game of 2015. It's the highest selling console game of 2015. So I think the fighting game world has a place. I'm just I do too. They had two Counter Strike players, which I mean no one knows what Counter Strike is anymore. Except for me. And they had a Dota player, which no one knows people, what Dota is. People know what Counter Strike is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, people people know Counter Strike has Counter Strike was around when I was still in the Air Force. So so people yeah, know Counter Strike. No, I, but I don't think I don't I don't think in the grand scheme like so 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 outside of you right like like the rest of the 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 kids that I did the award show stuff with they have no understanding of esports they don't understand why it's important they don't understand why why people are into it they don't get it and it, it's hard it's really hard for me to to see gamers who don't understand esports but these are also people who don't like sports in general. Right. So they're just like, like, why would you want to play video games as a sport? And I'm like, it's, it's but about they competition. like video games. Like, yeah, but they don't. They're, they're but they under- don't and they understand competition. competition. No, 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 no. God, no. <laughs> oh, they don't. OK. No. OK. OK. Yeah. I, I, OK, because like, again, I, I, I get that competitive side of things when it comes to video games. That's yeah, that's weird. How do you just like. That's weird. That's weird to me. Like, I will admit, like, all of the fighting games I really like, Tekken, Mortal Kombat, the Soul series, I'm not good. Well, I'm, I'm okay at Tekken. I'm okay at Tekken. But, like, I will go to a local tournament or, or, or a local casual hangout, or I'll go online for a bit, because I, I like that feeling of playing with other people. That's... You need to explain um, this other side to me, Kaz. Like, it, like especially like because you. No, and I, I don't we, understand it. Like, we see eye to eye on esports. Like, it's video games, it's competitive, and it's watching the best players in the world play this game at the highest level. Mm-hmm. That that to me makes and I I, I explain that to them, and they're just like, "Yeah, that's silly." Or like. Video games are about fun. I'm like, yes, these people have fun. And they're just like, but, yeah. and, and then they also don't, they're just like, why would you call them athletes? And it's just like, okay, you're just, you don't, oh man, it, it was, it, I was, ooh, I was. <laughs> See, th- this is where I, I would say where I think I've, I've gotten my, my new favorite catchphrase. And this is in all caps with exclamation parts. I just say, stop trolling. Stop it. Like, and you know, but but I understand people take games differently, and it's just but and like competition is a part of video games, like like caring about who has the highest score. You know, competition like, has been a part of video games since 
arcade machines had high scores, man, and you put yeah. your initials in the high score. Yeah. Like, I, um, um, I don't get it. Oh, 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 oh. This was the other thing I wanted to ask you. What did you think about the actual lineup for Best Fighting Game, which was Injustice 2, ARMS, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, Nidhogg, and Tekken 7? Well, the I, I'm glad Nidhogg got some recognition. I don't know, not mm-hmm. Nidhogg 2, though. Not Nidhogg 2. Nidhogg 2 kind of fell flat. Well, nobody it was liked it. No. Nidhogg 1, the first one, like, came out of nowhere. Nidhogg 2, yeah, Kind of like ARMS. Everyone was kind of excited and intrigued about ARMS, and then, I think they just put that on there because it was a Switch game, and they wanted a Switch game. Uh, So let's just take all of those out and say Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, uh, Injustice 2, and Mortal and Tekken 7. Um, yeah, that sounds about right because mm-hmm. Street Fighter Five, nobody's really happy with it until the arcade edition is coming out, and then that's not right. until February. Uh, Tekken Seven, yeah, Injustice Two, yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom mm-hmm. Infinite. Uh, Injustice gonna- Two was the one that won. Yeah, with Marvel, I'm going to have my thumb pointing upwards-ish. I'll say upwards-ish. Yeah. Uh, Tekken make a 7. Face. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Injustice 2, yes, absolutely. Tekken 7, yes. This might surprise some people, but I would actually probably give the nod to Injustice. I'm going to say they got it right. I think they did. Yeah, I feel I feel like of of being kind of really passive to the fighting game world, like like I heard so much about injustice throughout the year, right? Like like not even just from you, but just in general, I heard so much about injustice. Oh, and hell yeah. Like it, it seemed to be the most talked about fighting game. Honestly, yeah. Uh, because Nether Realm has really killed it with just the gameplay, the netcode being solid, the online being solid, uh, introducing new characters, uh, surprise DLC, uh, having a steady stream of content throughout the year, which Nether Realm has always done with uh, Mortal Kombat and the first Injustice game. They've they've always had a steady stream of content coming. Uh, honestly, yeah. Like as much as I enjoy Tekken and Tekken Seven, and I love watching Tekken Seven uh, competitively, yeah, I I I would give, probably give the nod to Injustice too because I think mm-hmm. overall, I I do think it's a better game. I do. Um, okay. I think you could have scratched off Nidhog and scratched off arms. And put in, like, you could have given like, those were to- the ones you just uh, fell out the fucking list. You, 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 you had could to have given a list. nomination to Guilty Gear, and well, could you Ooh, give a nomination to Kingdom King of Fighters? No, King King of Fighters came out in 2016, so probably not. So yeah, you could probably give a nod to Guilty Gear, but that might be a little too. Uh, obscure of an anime fighting game for like the normal mainstream gaming audience. I, I don't see a lot of a lot of the how do I put this the regular gamer crowd knowing mm-hmm. what the hell Guilty Gear is. So probably not. 
Okay. But yeah, injustice. Yeah. That I, I feel like that that's the right call. Which I, brings I just, back again why the hell Sonic Fox wasn't nominated for eSport player of the year. <laughs> I'm just saying, Kaz. I'm just saying. The, the fighting game community, as vocal as it is, needs to get more vocal. They need to go to Jeff Keighley's house and, you know, be like, next year. Next year, dog. Better. Next year, we, 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 need to talk about, we need to talk about Qdons coming back to Tekken. We need to talk about Sonic Fox. We need to talk about Mena RD surprising everybody at Capcom Cup. We, we need letting, to talk about all this. Letting guys that deep coke come out and announce games. I mean, huh? What? Huh? Excuse me? Huh? Ooh. I think I lost audio for a second. I, I honestly didn't even hear what you were saying. <laughs> I said, I said, you gotta stop letting guys that that do coke come out and announce games. No. <laughs> can, can we just have Harada announce more things? <laughs> like Harada announced Pokemon no, no. tournament, and everyone loved that. Harada and Okavasan announced okay. Soul Calibur. I, I, and everyone loved I, that. I have gone back. I have I I I stepped away like very very briefly. I stepped away because they 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 got me. But I stepped away, and now I am back on my high horse. Of I will not give a fuck about anything Pokemon until there is a legitimate Pokemon MMO. Like it has been too long. It it is there. It is possible. It is feasible. It can be done. I don't. I don't want to play Pokemon Go anymore. I want a. I want a legitimate Pokemon MMO. And and but, yes, I understand that if they did it at this point, it would be on the fucking Switch, which would not be what I wanted. But at least a legitimate Pokemon MMO would exist. Would you get a Switch for a Pokemon MMO? No. <laughs> it was like me and Bayonetta. I, I I thought about it for a second. I did think about yeah, it. You, I, ooh, it. I, I will not you lie to the you're people. Just, you, you, it's, you, it's you, start, you start opening up your wallet just a little bit. You're just like, oh, let me pull my wallet. Oh, I love that. See, oh, wait, why did I pull my wallet out? Oh, I don't, I'm not giving Nintendo money. What the fuck? <laughs> you, you get, it's okay to think you about had, it. You almost had me. <laughs> there's There's no judgment in thinking about it. Thinking yeah. about it is fine. I was like, you know, that's uh, okay. Okay. I, I see you. That, that That's what I said when I saw the, the trailer for Bayonetta 3. It was like, okay, Nintendo. Okay. I, I see you. Okay. All right. Uh, you, you sons of bitches. You, you, you're like, oh, you almost, you, oh, you almost had, you almost had me. You almost had me. But not today. Not today. I will say, like, like I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably come to my senses in a line, <laughs> like, like in a Walmart line holding a switch, and then I'll be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what am I? What did I do?" Like, sir, do you also want the insurance? No, I don't want this. I don't want the product. <laughs> I'll feel like for for me, it'll be like waking up like on a Sunday morning or something, just like in my bed. And then I have like the switch controller in my hand or, or I'm waking up in the morning on, on my couch and, and I see like, I've got the switch controller in my hand and it's just like, I'm looking over like, what, 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 what did I do? Oh God. Oh, oh God. What? Oh God. I, it's like in a movie where somebody wakes up and they realize they murdered someone. And you're just like, what? No, no, this isn't me. Lying in the bathtub with my Switch controller. 
It's like you, like you wake up after being passed out with with the switch controller. It's like, oh god, oh god, oh god! Did I buy a switch? Did I buy a switch? Oh my god! I, oh god! Oh god! Okay, breathe, 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 breathe. Find the receipt. Find the receipt. Find the receipt. <laughs> okay. It's not too. Good. Yeah, I don't. It, just, and and, th- and then it's kind of like when you realize, like, like okay. She, they might be late and, and it might be yours. Then you're like, oh shit. And, and then you see, like, you've got, like, you turn on the TV and then it's like, oh, it's Bayonetta. Shit. God damn it. Now I gotta keep it. Shit. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, no. I'm, I, other than that, I, I'm, I'm still glad that we have a game awards. Um, I'm still glad that we we do all that. I just I I wish it was less E3. Um, I I, it's kind I of a weird wish way it was a little it. less E3. It's it's a weird way to put it, Kaz. I I just find that very weird. Say, I, I guess when you say less E3, I, I'm not sure what else it would be. I guess I I, I kind of almost like want it to be. I almost want it to be that moment where they have the lady like they they just have the developer like, and I guess you'll get it more from indie developers, right? Where like these people come up and they just talk about like, hey man, we're really glad that people are paying attention to giving us this time to talk and like really show our passion for these things and stuff like that. And, and maybe just interspersed with more interviews and, and talking to people and, and, and announcing awards and like talking, talking to other people about, about the games throughout the years. And like, like, isn't that what E3 is more like, like after the keynote speeches, it's just everybody on the conference floor talking with game devs and producers isn't if, that if what E3 you is? watch if you watch all that stuff yes but what people mostly know of e3 are the big giant presentations right and i yeah. felt like this was nothing more than a big giant presentation right like because the biggest takes you get out of it aren't the awards it's, it's the announcements right like everybody's talking about this announcement from this developer and that developer and 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 stuff like that and i feel um, like that takes I, away from I can't the praise say i agree I can't say that's what I saw. I, I saw differently. I saw a lot of discussion about Cuphead. Uh, m- mostly like Cuphead not getting a lot of recognition, even though it did win a few awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say like the esports discussion really caught my attention. And th- there was some, a little bit, th- there were people actually discussing the awards. Like with with the fighting game award, it was like injustice over Tekken Seven. Uh, well, uh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was like the esports stuff, and a lot of like with with award shows, there's always like that one really good film that gets nominated with all of the others that people talk about, and people are like, it'd be so great if this one won, like best movie or or game of the year. Um, but what what one game of the year was it? Cuphead? Probably not. Well, well. So there's a thing in here, right? Uh, I'm I'm looking through some of like the post shit where it says like uh, 
Keeley would uh, attribute it the high viewership due to the the quality of games that had come out this year. Um, all the game announcements, da 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 da. Though he he wants to avoid future shows from being more like E3. Okay. Like I, I'm wondering what that would entail, though. I guess that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, I, I, it just it, it had the trade show feel. It had just this feel. I, I feel like it should more be no praise of the games. No, no Internet personalities. No fucking no crazy Internet personalities. No fucking YouTube game reviewers. No fucking Twitch people. Sorry, Kaz. No, offense. there. No, there are there are normal people. But the yeah, problem you're right. is, you're right. You're those right. people aren't going to draw the views. You know, who are going to draw the views are the fucking rooster teeth and the, and the PewDiePies and the the the, 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 the Septipies and the the Ada Pies and the, the the Philip DeFrancos and shit like that. So you're not going to get the normal fucking YouTube reviewer or the normal I, I like guess, Twitch gamer. I guess you can't have like a, a sh- an award show with video games with like a bunch of Jeff Keeleys. Right. You gotta have some You know, give me give me a give me give me balls. One and a half Jeff Keeleys and two Kevin Pereiras. And I'm happy, man. And that's all I need. Give me a Jeff Keeley and Adam Sessler and then you can pretty much do whoever you Give me a Jeff Keeley and Adam Sessler and a Mike Ross, and then you can pretty much mm-hmm. go from there. Okay, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, that that's a list I'm down with. Come back, Mike Ross. We miss you. I feel I feel like you let Keeley kind of do the overall hosting. You let Sessler do the interviews with devs because he'll cut a motherfucker off. But he can also talk like very high level artistically too. Mhm. And then you can have Mike Ross like be Mike Ross. <laughs> Mike Ross and Gutex. Well, no, that that might be a little too much. That might be a little too much. Th- those two together might be a little too much. That'd be like me and you hosting an award show. My w- w- one of us cool. Like me doing it or you doing it cool, but the two of us doing it together might be a little much. Might be a little much. You just have to keep those kind of people separate, you know, like you let one person do stage stuff. You let the other person like, you know, how they had that balcony that Keely kept going to like, we can't we can't ever be on the same level. Right, right. Or <laughs> it turns into a separate. bit. Just keep us separate. <laughs> so so it doesn't turn into an episode of two dirty black guys like. No, this is exactly what they did at Evo for ESPN, as a matter of fact. Like, Mike Ross was on commentary with Seth, Seth Killian, and it was Gutex that was down on the floor interviewing the players. So, so they were kept yeah. separate. No, they, so they ESPN knew exactly what to do. At a lot of things. There was a, there was a, uh, fucking, a StarCraft tournament where two guys that are kind of very like us who will talk more to each other and less about the game. They made one guy the, like, desk, overall commentator and one guy was at the commentary desk so when they had those moments where the 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 analyst desk had to talk to the commentary desk they'd just be like i miss you i miss you too man let me ask you this like because this is something that happens at like every fighting game tournament because 
all of the hosts and all of the commentators, they all know each other. So mm-hmm. all of the tournaments are kind of like that, at least in the beginning. Where it's like, what's up, dude? And they'll be talking to each other. And then they'll be talking about the matches as they're going on. And then, like, during the the pre-show or the post-show, when they're talking about the tournament and what's happening, what's going on, a lot of it is just, it's like you and I. It's pretty much like you and yeah. I, a lot of it. Uh, like, it a lot does of the that happen like tournaments are like that, where okay. it's just like, all right, we're going to, so while we're waiting for these next teams to set up, we're going to cut to the analyst desk, and then it'll, it'll supposed to be, you can tell in production what it's supposed to be is they cut to the analyst, and then the analyst talk for a little bit, then they cut to a commercial, but then they cut to the analyst, and the analyst are like, so guys, what did you think about that last match? And then the, the commentator's like, oh, oh, uh, you know, you know, it's just that, and the, you know, whatever. And then it was like, so... Are we all going out tonight? Because I know after these next two matches, I want to go to that other hotel that we were looking at. And then you could just tell in production that they're yelling at them, like, just talk about the thing so we could cut to a commercial. And they're like, yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, this other thing. And like that, that was one of those moments at one of the other tournaments where two guys hey, were who, just like, who's we haven't gotten to commentate joke? together this weekend. Right. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. There's so much of that. Dude, we, we ain't been on the, the commentary desk together, man. It's, it's been like a month since, since we were last together. And, and then they'll yeah. have, like with, with Capcom Cup especially, they had a couple of the dudes from the UK as well. And they were like, oh, you know, mate, it's my first time in the States. Love it. You guys are great. Watch you guys all the time. Love you, fam. You guys are great. And yeah. it's, it's just, it's, it, it really is, like that gaming community thing that I think that nowadays is kind of lost. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think kind of, yeah, overall it's like, because you don't get those in like, you know, to, to speak ill of it, but like League of Legends, right? It's just so very production. It's so very sports, right? It's so very, all right, and uh, now to the analyst. All right. Uh, So in that last match, what you'll have noticed was this person did this, and, it was, you know, it really worked out for the team. You know, like, that's why I kind of like how you wh- what you always say about the fighting game stuff is what I love about, like, like the counter-strike stuff and the the starcraft stuff it just has the gaming community thing to it where it's just like yeah we're doing a production but like i'm gonna talk to my friend for a minute i haven't talked to him in a couple weeks like just give me a second like (laughs) all of the fans and all of the viewers are totally cool with it Mm -hmm. because we all follow these dudes on twitter we all watch these dudes banter back and forth we all watch them play competitively or we watch their Twitch streams when they have their talk shows, or we play with them online. So it really is kind of like you're you're a part of all of it, and it's it's really really cool. Yeah, I I, I enjoy it, and I I want it to stay that way. Like which which is something else. Not here on another show that we talk about. I I will bring up how how some of that might be changing in the future. Well, Kaz, I think that would be a good way to talk about some of those other shows that you do. Tell us about them. Ooh. Uh, so a show that, that I do with my good friend JVZ, produced by our great friend DJM here, uh, is called Sports Odds and Ends, the show for the fly-by-night sports fan. Um, I found the, the best way to describe it earlier today. It's, it's, it's a show with, with no, like, like, 
pre-hesitation that you have to understand anything about sports. We're going to we're going to kind of give you the bare bones. We've, we've kind of gotten into this idea that that it is the show that we describe it as. It's the show for the fly by night sports fan. It's for the person who who every once in a while checks ESPN, who every once in a while may stop and look at a, a, a game every once in a while may have a passing interest about what esports is and and and, and where it's going and, and and the games that they they care about playing, but might not actually know the names and the players so we're we're here to kind of be that that entry point a little bit and 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 kind of help you 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 see all the things that are going on that you might miss sometimes uh some of it silly some of it some of it newsworthy but you know we're i i i enjoy it it's a great show i enjoy making it i enjoy being a part of it and you can check that out at sports odds and ends Dot com and in <sighs> iTunes and all of those other places. Fuck yeah, man. Hey, Kaz, tell everybody else what you got going on. Uh, that's pretty much it. I do nothing else with my life. Liar! Come on! DKG Wealth, uh, tell us. Come on. DKG Wealth, it's, it's myself. It's uh, a a sad gamer named Curly, and we bring on guests to torture them with news and uh, games and make them show that they have knowledge of video games when sometimes you got any they don't. Games yet? Not yet, because like I said, these 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 kids they don't understand the they don't understand the competition, man. They don't understand. Where's your it. fighting spirit, DKG kids? Where's your fighting spirit? Where's your hype? Let's go. Sorry, 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 sorry. No they more like DJMFGC. No more, no more DJMFGC. I promise. Go ahead, Cass. No, I just said, I just said, I just said, these are the people who like Zelda. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, Fair enough. That's what it is, man. I, I, I had to say good You can only do so, so much. You can only whatever. do so much. <laughs> I had, I had a Sega, so fuck them. We need, we need to fund a study to see, like, all the people who owned Nintendo consoles after, you know, Sega came out and, like, the people who made the switch to, to Sega and then the PlayStation and things like that. I feel like those people are, are esports people and i feel like the people who stayed with nintendo are the people who play like flower (laughs) (laughs) you guys know who i am thanks for listening to two nerdy black guys good night everybody